Well, Brent is gay and Kaylin's gay and Clark is gay and Ryan's gay and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior's Creator Crush series. I'm Adam Casaria Min, and along with me is Kaylin Bhatia, who's a founding member of the Not So New Mutants. Hey, Adam, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what a witty retort. Yeah. Uh, Creator Crush is an interview series where we chat with our favorite comic book creators, learning more about their work their thoughts on the industry, and what makes them so darn special. Today, we're joined by the incredibly talented Rod Rice, artist for a majority of New Mutants' most recent Krakoa era run, uh, the X-Men Dark Web miniseries tie-in, and the indie hit series Cal. Prior to those, uh, he began his career as an illustrator in the mid-90s, doing art for fantasy and RPG magazines, and later became a colorist, doing work for titles like Action Comics, Teen Titans, Supergirl, and Infinite Crisis. What a list. Uh, we also had the pleasure of meeting Rod in person at New York Comic-Con last fall. Rod, it is so wonderful to chat and uh, see you again. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's, um, uh, I'm, I'm happy that we we made it. We, we talked back in New York about recording. That's right. And, uh, finally, that happened. Well, uh, before we dive into our segments, we just want to start off by saying we're huge fanboys. If you couldn't tell from Adam's opening, uh, we love, love, love your art. Uh, it is. I actually bought a print from you, which I still need to get framed uh, of uh, a New Mutants, uh, the cover from New Mutants number one. Um, you know, and it's an incredibly, you have a very unique style, which we'll get into uh, a little bit of your origins in a second. But speaking of origins, we got to know what's your secret origin? How did you break into the comic industry? Well, I, I, now I'm, I'm going to feel very old <laughs> because uh, my first job uh, as a comic creator was here in Brazil um, during uh, the end of 90s, mm -hmm. start, start of 2000s. And on uh, attempted of Brazilian uh, Brazilian creators to to do an image uh, like image comics here in Brazil. Oh, right. gotcha. So the uh, I was studying on a, on a school, and there they start producing uh, producing comics. And they hired me as inker. Hmm. So I worked, and that was my very first start. After that, uh, I decided to study uh, color and uh, digital coloring. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was one of the first uh, digital colorists here in Brazil. Oh, amazing. I, I believe that. Uh, that it was me and uh, other two color colorists learning by themselves because the back the day we didn't have uh, uh, internet mm -hmm. or a way to to learn about the digital colors and so we we found books or uh, people uh, we tried to connect people that knew about digital color, about uh, Photoshop. Yeah. 
So it was very uh, a hard learning process, but uh, after that, uh, I start working on some books here in Brazil. And then uh, when internet was uh, good enough for us to send uh, samples to DC, to Marvel, they saw they 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 got to see my my work, and uh, they decided that uh, I was good enough to color Superman. <laughs> well, that's great uh, regard, and so I think what's I find fascinating is that unlike many of your peers, you often ink in color rather than just provide pencils. So, um, was wondering a little bit more of that process, and you know, obviously your secret origin. Did that influence it? Just, you know, what caused you to want to keep going beyond the, the penciling and go into ink and color as well for a lot of the stuff that you work on? Uh, when I started studying uh, comics, I wanted to be a penciler. Mm -hmm. I, I guess that uh, I just went uh, with the flow and uh, the opportunities uh, appeared. And that one thing that uh, I, I, usually, I usually say to people, uh, sometimes if, if you try very hard to do, a, to do uh, to, for example, to be a penciler and it's not happening, mm. maybe you, you can try something else and uh, be part of the industry for uh, another path. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me. I I had the chance to work for 15 years as uh, as colorist for DC. Mm -hmm. And I learned how to make uh, others art pretty <laughs> with, God, with the coloring and uh, everything else mm -hmm. involved. And now, when I had a chance to to do my stuff, uh, I was prepared to make my work good. I learned it so much from those years, and uh, in parallel, uh, I I I, I start uh, doing commissions, mm -hmm. and uh, Kyle Higgins saw some of the commissions, and he said, "Okay." Uh, I have this project, and uh, do you want to uh, do uh, the artwork for me? And uh, I thought a little about it because when you have an established career, and then you 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 have the this opportunity to start another career career from the scratch. It, it's uh, it, it's not uh, is decision yeah it's a leap of faith well i think you made that jump really successfully so with ink and color pencils are you going to become a triple threat and do writing at all or more heavily I quadruple threat. quadruple threat. he's already a triple threat with coloring <laughs> inking and penciling the ego uh, I, I, I do have i do have ideas actually We'd love to read your your uh, like a full full Rod Rice like graphic novel writing penciling inking coloring lettering editing all of it uh, maybe someday 
<laughs> for now, I'm I'm good where I am. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, um, uh, just uh, keep with the with the story. Sure. Uh, I so Akayo invited me to 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 be the artist for Cal, right? Mm -hmm. Then I decided to do uh, DC. Didn't uh, get very happy about it. Mm. They 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 like it. Uh, what I was doing as color as colorist. So uh, that's one of the reasons that uh, they never gave me uh, other work right. after that. That seems very petty on DC's part. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I have this this impression some. Sometime I would love to 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 do something for for DC covers or whatever. Uh, I did Cal two volumes. I did uh, Hadrian's Wall, mm -hmm. and uh, from out of the blue, uh, Nick Spencer saw Cal and invited me to do uh, the the the. the Captain America at the Oath. Mm, that's right, yeah. So uh, again, uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate that uh, I, I, it's weird if I if I start thinking about my 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 career. Mm -hmm. Then uh, my first work at DC was Superman, and my first work uh, at Marvel was uh, Captain America. America. And uh, it, it, it's weird in a, in a very good way. <laughs> I mean, they're the two, uh, the, the two, I love both characters, but they're two of the Boy Scout characters, you know, the truth, justice, American way. I know the- Yeah, and the, uh, as a newcomer. Yeah. They gave me those flagship- Yeah. Projects. So that, no, that, that's why I I, I say that uh, uh, it's luck, but uh, also it's uh, it needs courage to to go forward with this, and uh, every step leads is leading to the next. So I I believe that I'm doing something right. So though everything that's happening is a mix of uh, me doing the right thing, being professional and lucky. Uh, being luck, uh, being both lucky and good, I think this is the recipe for all kinds of success. But uh, you're definitely good because we've we've followed your work for a long time and we've definitely seen that evolution. But I wanted to talk a little bit about your your influences, both in comics and outside of comics. Who who influenced you and the way that your art has shaped up over the years? I always like it uh, 60s illustration mm. and fashion and uh, expressionists and and um 
this kind of uh, style that uh, I, I, uh, I, I, you, as you can see on my work, it, it's very. Uh, it, 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 I, I want to show this kind, these influences. So it's very clear what are my influences. Uh, and of course, uh, Sinkevich. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that the Sinkevich part of, of uh, my influences, of my, my style, is how he translated those influences, how he cracked the code, how same, same with a few noto. I like to study those artists to understand how they they translated how they brought those influences that uh, are, are pretty much this the same we share same uh, artistic sensibilities we share uh, those influences and uh, first time that I, I saw the the bear saga with the new mutants. Mm -hmm. from back in the day when uh, I was very young uh, I wanted to do that I want to be uh, this kind of artist that the, that do uh, stuff different from that uh, stand that is different from what you usually see I was... and, uh, that 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 art uh, is and uh, it still makes me very uh, in, impressed. So I was... uh, yeah, that's pretty much my influence. Uh, I'm so glad you mentioned Bill Sienkiewicz and also uh, 60s style. It's like 60s, I think, is like the coolest era of aesthetics, fashion, you know, comics, all that. It's just it's 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 just so sleek and stylish and i am i am also an you know somebody who's a little bit older and i started reading x men comics you know at a very young age and seeing bill sinkevich's new mutants run um you know just like changed my world it's like who is this person that's like drawing this like jagged like impressionistic art all over their pages and so when i first started seeing your work i i was you know uh, you you have your own style, but clearly there is a little bit of Sinkevich, you know, influence in your in your work, and you've evolved a little past that too. Uh, but this I think this is a good segue, I think, to talk about New Mutants uh, because you are the heir apparent for uh, the Krakoa era of the New Mutants, which just you know the series just ended recently, and there is a sequel uh, miniseries that's happening right now. But I'm going to turn it over to Adam, who's going to start uh, talking a little bit about New Mutants. Yeah, so we're entering our first segment, Expertise. So obviously talking about your work, mostly in Marvel, but specifically uh, your X-related uh, comic efforts. And so, uh, like Kaylin mentioned, you started illustrating New Mutants during the Krakoa era with issue number one. Um, before we kind of like dive into the creation aspect of it, let's just like get into the fun stuff. So like, who's been your favorite character to illustrate? Uh, and then obviously, like, who's someone you're, you know, less, less favorite to uh, illustrate? Um, favorite? Uh, Magic and uh, Warlock. 
Mm. I feel like they fit your style really well. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, especially Warlock, where where I, I could be uh, more uh, outside the box. In, because I, I, I don't think that Warlock works if you draw him as uh, a real person right uh, anatomically speaking speaking all <laughs> right you need to uh, 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 destroy the character for some artists mm. that don't understand that uh you need to do something different uh, i i don't like when uh artists they they draw him as uh a superhero body type like a humanoid right. yeah yes yes i i like it to uh, uh what i like about uh, drawing is that i could draw him as a, a cartoon character mm -hmm. and that for me that was the fun and uh, of course magic is, is <laughs> she's the best eliana's the best everyone's favorite yes yeah right 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 and uh, my least favorite uh, uh i don't know i don't know maybe doug okay yeah it's kind of boring it's just like a <laughs> standard normal guy with blonde hair yeah 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 uh, from a character connection standpoint with warlock and magic beyond illustrating them do you i mean we just mentioned like yeah we all know it's magic we love magic like do you really have a connection with either warlock or magic as characters uh versus just the art uh i drink a lot of coffee <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh i i had a lot of fun draw her with the big uh, mug of yeah. right at the beginning so are you going to be doing polaris next then because i think she's also got a coffee uh addiction <laughs> oh really i didn't yeah. know no, now <laughs> I, I, it seemingly uh, kind of picked up i think more recently yeah, I, think, but... I think jerry duggan put that in x-men when she was part of the team the first iteration of his run but uh, I may be misremembering. Like five years from now, the entire X teams will just be constantly chugging uh, coffees and lattes. But they're like <laughs> growing the beans on Krakoa now, you know, so uh, it's like the best coffee in the world because it's mutant coffee. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, you were the most consistent, I think, creative voice on New Mutants. Uh, and it was the, one of the few Krakoa books that I think saw a lot of different writers come in. First, you had Jonathan Hickman and then, you know, Hickman... He and Ed Brisson kind of like, you know, went back and forth. You did the Hickman issues, but I think you did one Brisson issue, if I remember correctly. And then Vita Ayala came on and uh, they did their run, um, you know, which was really about like that kind of group of New Mutants sort of training the next group. What was it like working with, you know, different writers? Like, can you talk a little bit about the collaborative process? Like, what did Hickman bring? What did Ed bring? What did Vita bring? Uh, and how you work with them? Um when uh, Hickman asked me to do the book, I remember that uh, I was uh, over the moon, so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, for, for, of course, 
because it was uh, new mutants and uh, we just discussed it about uh, bring a lot of, of uh, the the 80s vibe to 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 the project so i i pushed myself my uh, syncaps influence it was on purpose so people that uh, remember that era where would come back and uh, read because uh, it was all uh, the old OG characters plus the uh, generation X characters mixed mm -hmm. it up, which is another thing that uh, I love when I, I saw back in the day uh, Chris Bacalo uh, such work, a great artist right? and uh, uh, the, those characters so it was the, the pitch from the, the start was uh, everything that I, I wanted to, to draw. So I was very happy and a lot of humor. So uh, one thing that I think that uh, I'm good at, it's uh, expressions, mm -hmm. facial expressions. Yeah. So uh, Hickman uh, gave me a lot of... Uh, opportunity to play with uh, uh, facial expressions in uh, situations where uh, I could play with uh, the characters talking and having fun and so that that it was very good from beginning to the end of the this run then at Brisson I, I don't remember what we did together uh so i uh, yeah I mean, <laughs> it was like it was one it was funny because we were going back and forth of like where the because you know obviously at the beginning the issues are juggling back and forth between the two storylines and so i think there mm -hmm. was just like one of the uh issues on what is it in the mid the midwest where beak and his family are potentially i think it's a little bit after that yeah. it was right i think it might have been ed's last issue oh, before okay. vita came on and i think you might have drawn that but I may be misremembering too yeah but I know no. Jonathan and, and Vita were your two the two major creators you worked with yes yes definitely and uh, I don't know because uh, in between uh, my collaboration with uh, Hickman and Vita I did uh, one book with Hickman it was uh, the What's the name? The, the the all white. Oh, Phantom X. Phantom mm -hmm. X. Yeah, Giant Slave yeah. X Men. That was I love that issue. Yeah, the, that that was very fun too. So that was blurry because uh, it was the in between the, the pandemic and the, everything. So things got very blurry. In, in, in between when I finish one uh, run and I start on the the other run. Mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, when they decided to relaunch uh, New Mutants, I was very worried about uh, the writer. Mm. And, but uh, the first talk that uh, I had with, with Vita, all my Concerned concerns disappeared. 
because uh, from the very beginning, we were in in the same page, and uh, I, I have I have only good things to say about Vida, and uh, we we bonded, and uh, they they are one of the best writers that uh, I I have worked with. And everything that you know, you know when the, you have a collaborator that asks you what you want to draw, what uh, what is is fun for you to draw? Yeah. And, and from the beginning, uh, they asked me about things, and uh, we start. So a lot of things that uh, you see in the the, the book. It's a uh, stuff that we decided to do together, not just so. Vita uh, had the, their their ideas, but uh, they they were very open for me to to have input on jokes, on uh, situations, on the style. For example, when uh, I had to draw the Shadow King. Mm-hmm. and uh the the dreamscape yeah yes 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 uh i had a lot of uh freedom to do and uh we we joke about that because it uh we start saying that that was our uh, vertigo book mm-hmm. and the the editorial gave us a lot of uh freedom to to do and you can see that uh in parallel to everything that was happened with Prakoa and the X-Men we had this uh, this corner where we we could uh work and play with the characters and do stuff that uh, is very a uh, few things uh Krakow really Krakow related uh, does it make sense yeah right like you were able to have your own little nook or microcosm to tell the stories and the connections that you wanted to tell and I, I think it really shows and that's something that we talked a lot on our podcast about in the sense that it felt like this great little mini series of sorts where you could really feel the characters they were really developing the connection with shadow king um it was a a a fun parallel journey to the you know broader and larger krakoa conversation um that was going on overall i love that you said vertigo book i'm an old school vertigo fan uh so i like i have like like you know uh, uh shade the changing man and doom patrol and mm-hmm. death the high cost of living like stuff that a lot of like artists i think you know you mentioned chris bacolo that's actually when i first saw his work uh not even generation x i was like a i was like you know i was a superhero kid and then i became a very moody goth kid <laughs> reading vertigo <laughs> books so i love like the marriage between the two specifically uh and you mean so you've had like a little bit of that 80s style that 90s style 
and even a little bit of that odd style. So uh, really, really cool to hear all about that. I'd love to talk a little bit uh, about dark web now. So you wrote X or you drew X-Men number one through three. Uh, obviously, this is part of a bigger crossover, not as much of a <laughs> nook or a microcosm, but part of a much bigger storytelling experience uh, more recently. Um, it's a spiritual successor to Inferno. Wanted to, we were wondering, like, how connected were you to the original material and how, if at all, did it influence your approach to the art with this uh, mini series? Yeah, the, the first thing that comes to mind uh, when we're talking about Inferno is the the post, um, uh, how do I say the the post box eating? Oh, the, the mailbox, the mailbox. The yeah, mailbox, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> iconic, iconic, iconic object. <laughs> So I had the chance to to draw some mailbox eating people <laughs> and some uh, cars with eyes and big mouth and uh, the the Christmas tree. So uh, yeah, that it was great. Uh, I had uh, I I I love uh, Jerry's uh, sense of humor. Funny guy, yeah. We we have worked uh, together doing one issue of uh, Guardians of Galaxy. I think it. No, uh, I don't know. If it, I think it's Guardian. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, we are, we are friends, and uh, we had the chance to to talk about the uh, the jokes and everything. Mm, and that was the most fun that uh, I had working on the, those three issues. Uh, I liked what, uh, the rest of the, the story, and uh, I'm 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 I was honored that I had to share to share uh, pages with Phil Noto. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, also keep working on new, not new mutants, but uh, magic and right. drawing. See, uh, my my design for the armor, how yes. yeah it plays out because uh, I I drew I, I I drew the first time and then just few pages. And I never knew if the, the design would work on uh, on on more pages of for right. another artist, and uh, so I had the chance to to see how my design played out in uh, different uh, poses and situations on cameras. So it was challenging. I. I, I you you need to think when you design uh, a costume uh, outfit for uh, especially armor. You need to to know that uh, another arts will draw draw it, and uh, you're going to need to draw it in different cameras and situations mm -hmm. and uh, action. And so yeah, I. I uh, 
thinking in retrospect, I would change some things about the, <laughs> my, my initial design. Anything like really specific that's like just you can't go to sleep at night with, you know, you're like, oh, I wish I could just change this this one particular thing. Yeah, the shoulder piece, maybe. Okay. Uh, is it just because it's like kind of annoying to draw and you don't want to keep drawing it or just you wanted to do something else? Nah, I don't know. Maybe because I didn't think up in 3D. So I, I I knew how it it looked it looks in uh, in front yeah back mm -hmm. but uh, I didn't think about uh, the 3D when you turn first. or you know what I mean wow. like uh, the the some uh, camera from uh, a top or from a low camera or another angle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the way you described it of like the, the camera angles um, for the, the panels. Um, I do have another question that's on everybody's mind for this. Is there one inanimate object you wish you could have illustrated? So you did Christmas trees, you did the mailboxes. Was there something that you're like, ooh, that's, that's too hot for comics or just like, you were like, oh, that would have been fun to animate, but it just never fit into the, the story. Uh, you mean uh, like not characters? Yeah, like what? Object. Object. Uh, like a demonic object. object. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see real quick. Um, I don't know, because uh, as uh, I just said the 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 mailbox the the christmas tree the those things uh uh the way i i drew them it was fun and yeah. uh, i everything that uh, i i have i had a list of things yeah. that i wanted to draw yeah and pretty much all fill fill up all, oh you got them all oh that's awesome so uh, awesome object. Uh, I I I don't like to draw uh, uh, space uh, spaceships or airplanes or so. So I didn't I didn't draw I didn't draw them. Yeah, I I don't know. I think that uh, everything that I wanted to draw, I you got I know. I love it. Uh, so our favorite panel, I'm going to show it to you. Our favorite panel, if you if you couldn't already guess from the miniseries, was the end of issue two. Iconic. Uh, it's uh, Gene slapping Maddie. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. just, it's so, it's like, it's right. It's it's like a soap opera, which is what the X-Men is to us. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's these characters going through their own uh, personal relationships, you know, who's married to who, who's fucking who, you know, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And so this was like finally seeing Gene slap Maddie. Can you talk a little bit about like how did you have fun drawing that, first of all? Uh, and what was the fan reaction to it? Uh, yeah, the, the whole uh, confrontation, it was uh, 
was nice. I had fun to draw this uh, soap opera aspect of of the everything. And uh, young uh, magic looking uh, shocked about right. it. Um, I the only thing that I remember when I saw, uh, was drawing the, this splash page was that I didn't know how how strong would be the slap. If uh, I, <laughs> if uh, if I should draw, I should have drawn uh, the face, the um, Maddie's face more distorted, mm. like uh, like it's just rippling like after, the, yeah. after the after yeah. the slap yeah. and hits it. Oh yeah, but I, I don't want to. I don't want it to be uh, like a character uh, like like uh too cartoonish yes yeah right right yeah, right. yeah. i wanted to feel like uh a real person beach slapping you know <laughs> it's very dynasty like the 80s like uh the 80s like soap opera at night like uh between Alexis and I can't remember the other character. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I do. That is going to be our quote for this uh, interview: is that I wanted the bitch slapped to really come out. <laughs> it's it's great. It's like, and you know, the genes an omega level mutant, so you know that slap hurts. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you uh, you you should see that uh, she used some of uh, her power. Yeah, right. the psychic, like the pink glow. Yeah. I love it. Yep. All right. Well, I want to get to our next segment, DeBiz and your other work. So bringing us outside the Marvel Universe, uh, you were also transitioned to full-time sequential artist with the hit image comic series, Cal, uh, which we did take a look at. And, you know, Kaylin reread. I got to read for the first time. Really loved it. Um, you know, Cal is an indie book. Um, I would love to talk a little bit about the difference between visually creating new characters with uh, storytellers versus illustrating existing characters or, you know, ongoing characters that like we talked about for new mutants. So just what does that process feel like and how how different is it? Um, how do you put your mark on, on both sides, I guess? Mm -hmm. So uh, on Cal, uh, I had the chair. Uh, I I come up with uh, designs for some of the characters. They already existed because uh, they were from a uh, short um, film from a, a pro some previous project from right. Kyle. So yep. they are pre-existed, but I I had. The, to redesign some stuff to make more uh, comic bookish, some, uh, that that was fun. And uh, even though I had no idea how to do everything, because uh, I came straight from coloring to now you have to draw pages. Mm -hmm. I had I had some notion about uh, narrative and storytelling. But uh, I had to learn as I I was going. 
a lot of things I did. Uh, yeah, how do I say? Naturally, not. I did in instinct, instinctively. That that's. Oh yeah, you like you. It kind of came to you, and it, you just had to keep trying at it. Is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of things uh, I had to just to check what I have learned from my uh, colorist years and how I uh, I could apply to my my work as uh, as an artist. So at some pages I hate, some pages I I still like. Mm -hmm. I don't love very much the everything. I, I think that's uh, what I, I I could do. I I did with uh, what uh, I I knew back then. I uh, I was one of the reasons that I decided to leave the my career as colorist and start this one as a art, uh, artist was uh, I needed to be challenged uh, creatively creatively so uh when I, I start thinking about the pages and layouts and uh, character designs I I felt very uh, the cre creativity mm -hmm. uh, that uh, I had then was huge. Uh, I was so happy that I could uh, come up with concepts and uh, everything. So that was the most fun thing about the me starting working on, on Cal. Uh, I had a, a little bit of this when I start uh, New Mutants because I had to redesign characters. Right. So most of the the current designs that uh, you see on books right now, those are are mine mm -hmm. from when uh, I start the the Krakoa era and uh, New Mutants number one. So I'm in. Uh, I'm so glad and fortunate and uh, proud of everything that uh, I I had to do because these are uh, the the legacy that those characters have and uh, the their stories and uh, I had a chance to to create uh, to to redesign those characters and it's uh, uh blow my mind if uh, i start thinking about uh, that i in the future uh, i hope that very far future I'll, I'll die and people will remember the this era well, it's funny you mentioned that. Because... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, sorry. It was just funny you mentioned that because we're currently doing um, an entire sort of Twitter voting March Madness type thing where we take iconic costumes from 
a variety of different characters and pit them against each other. So I hope when we finally have a year where we do it with uh, some of the new mutant characters that you redesign, you better believe that stuff's going to show up and you're going to like people really get connected to the costume designs as we're really finding out in conversation. We're using like uh, to uh, follow Adam's point, uh, like Dave Cockrum's designs and then Jim Lee's designs, Joe Matarera's, Russell Dowderman's. And so love to be able to, you know, some of the stuff like magic, especially love to be able to put her and see how well she, I mean, uh, like I, I think her, I, I've loved her costumes over the years, but um, the one that you redesigned her most recent, the armor one, I think is her probably her best look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I took the the window, the boot window. window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I I I don't see why, and uh, I I don't like when they they draw. Uh, I, we're talking about match. They draw her very sexualized. Yeah, I I it don't fit. It doesn't fit her at all. She's not Emma Frost, you know. Mm -hmm. Emma Frost, you should definitely draw the boob window. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, but magic is, I think magic is magic. I mean, she's like she's just like a boss bitch. She's like Terrified, a queen, yeah. you know. Yeah. She like rules limbo or ruled limbo and gave it up, you know. But uh, and and a magician on top of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I designed the the sword. I designed the 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 new black uh, costume. When we, I started, then uh, I designed uh, the the gold armor, which makes sense in the the story that we were to, telling. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they will keep this uh, the armor. Probably not, but uh, I I don't mind because we told the story that I wanted to tell. Yeah. Made sense in the story, I, I because uh, she already had the a black costume. She already had the silver costume, and for me, makes makes sense to have the uh, a gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just it stand it stands out so much. It looks so different from any of the other costumes that are. Uh, at least that in the books that she's in, uh, but certainly any other superhero costume. Period. Yeah, and uh, we wanted to tell her story and make some uh, and make some uh, big change on her story on uh, her her life, and uh, mm -hmm. we wanted the 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 armor to to show the, that uh, she she was a uh, different magic. And mission accomplished. All this growth. Oh, sorry. I oh, know I said mission accomplished. Like you can, the journey was very clear. Yeah. So uh, changing up a little bit, we want to talk about your views on the comic industry writ large. And we asked this of every creator we've had on Creator Crush. Let's mm -hmm. give. We're giving you a crystal ball. You're you are now a sorceress like magic. Uh, what do you predict is going to happen in the comic industry over the next few years? You've been in the industry for quite some time now and been with both major publishers with image uh, and others um what do you think is going to happen and how would you like to see yourself playing a role in it okay uh personally i will have more 
time uh, times uh, off major publishers and uh, come back to creator own it. Oh, great. Uh, I'll try to have more uh, time, more free, not free times, but uh, times uh, uh, in between projects for Marvel mm -hmm. and take one year to, to do creator own it. Uh, I then funny thing about that it's a it's a spoiler but um, it's just uh, plans. I I met uh, Vita mm -hmm. three weeks ago and for the first time in person after what we we did. That's wild. Yeah, no, it's it's very emotional. Yeah. Also. yeah. And we have plans to to do something together. Creator own it. Mm. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Cannot wait to read wherever that ends up. Image, Dark Horse, Boom, whatever. Um, but uh, very, very excited to see the two of y'all collaborate again. No, we... Uh, so... I'm probably more, more calm in the future. I don't know when. Or... So personally, uh, this is going what's going to happen. That that these are the plans for for me in the, in the future. Go back and forth in uh, from Marvel work to personal work to creator owned stuff and uh, work with. Uh, I would love to do something with Jerry Duggan. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, Kyle and since uh, I had the experience with those creators uh, in on a Marvel book, I wanted to see how it's going to be working in a image or creator on it. So that's my personal plan for 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 the future. And uh, for industry, I don't know. I'm I am hopeful. I'm optimistic about things. And uh, yeah, I think that's the, 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 every. Uh, there will be comics in the future. They're not going yeah. disappear. They're not. <laughs> They survived the 90s, anyway. they can survive any era, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see anything, any new thing uh, that will uh, finish comics. That will, the, the, okay, that this new thing is, is happening and now we, comics are, are, are doomed. I, I don't see yeah. that. I'm, I'm optimistic about the future and uh, I I hope that uh, any new ideas that Marvel might have, they think about including me. Any relaunching, any X, more X Men, whatever yeah. fun stuff. They, uh, I I hope that they they include my name on those those plans. 
Well, as you are the guy who illustrated Captain America. So if anybody's got a good resume, it's you that should be back on <laughs> helping them out with uh, with more stuff. Um, I do, uh, you know, we mentioned at the start, we met you at New York Comic Con last fall. You were kind enough to come to the, you know, giant cross crossover event of X podcasts uh, as a happy hour. Any plans to do um, upcoming cons this year in the United States uh, where we can maybe catch you? Yeah, um, New York for sure. Great. My next com uh, U.S. convention uh, is uh, is New York. That's in October. Uh, I think it's the weekend of October 13th through 15th. So I think we will be back there. Pencil awesome. Out. And uh, if you guys have uh, another party, yeah, you're the first one we're inviting. We want to see you on that roof of the hotel again. Like, yeah, let's do tequila shots again, right? Oh, that's perfect. That's awesome. No, yeah, head up last and uh, uh, feel, feeling all the the good vibes from the the queer community uh, make me so happy, and um, uh, I. I talked to Vita about about this, and uh, and they got very emotional about about this when uh, I told them that uh, what we did matters for people. Uh, the the story that uh, we we told touched uh, some lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could see that from people in in, in person. Mm -hmm. you know, people uh, they, they they stop it by my table, and they they thanked me about uh, the what we did, and uh, they they say they they said that uh, they start. The story helped them in a bad situation, but uh, probably uh, some people think about a transi transition. Yeah, some uh, trans people, and mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I'm I'm so happy when uh, I see all the love from the, the queer community, and uh, I support everybody. Um, this. And uh, people are so nice to me. You, have, you guys were so nice to me and uh, the other podcasts. So that was uh, one of the highlights from last year's New York to, to see all the feedback uh, from, the, from what we did for New Mutants. Uh, well, we thank you uh, from the bottom of our hearts for not only being an awesome ally, but just being a phenomenal talent. So, uh, and you're just very friendly and very sweet to talk to. So thank you again. So we're going to our, uh, our last segment. It's mad about you. Um, this is, uh, this is all about your favorite things, Rod. So we'll start off. Uh, who's your favorite superhero or one of your favorite superheroes? Um, I would say those that uh, I I want to to I, I want to work with in the future. <laughs> uh, I want, Great answer. 
I want to to, to do a Moon Knight book in the future. I want to do a um, Doctor Strange book in the future. Um, at DC, um, Doom Patrol would be. Mm. Oh, love Doom Patrol. Yes. Would be very nice. Um, the question would be very nice mm-hmm. as well. And I, I, I like Batman and I like Wolverine, but I, I, I don't know. If, I, I just like them. <laughs> I, not more. Uh, is isn't anything more than just of uh, everybody likes Batman. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. But uh, Moon Knight. The the Batman from Marvel, I I think it's has more fun things for me to draw to to read the story the his stories. So that. Yeah, for sure. In terms of so you know taking yourself out as an artist and more as a fan, um, what name one of your top either current comics or all time comics that you really enjoy like what really you know maybe it's moon night but uh, i would love to just hear is there a run or something that you're like i love this stuff ah, okay um anything that uh, greg smallwood does such a great I, artist yeah i i i buy and uh, i i read so uh human target great comics uh what he did on Moon Knight, uh, terrific. I, I, I loved it. Um, Strange Academy is my top favorite from Marvel right now. Mm-hmm. That, the, that, the, that's the kind of thing that the, the kind of approach that uh, fits perfectly on a New Mutants book. Mm. And uh, I hope that I can. I I, I wish I, I had the chance to to do something for a Strange Academy. I hope that the book uh, continues longer than the, they they listen to this podcast and they invite me for a one shot. Well, thank you for thinking that we're that influential as a podcast. <laughs> it happens. I feel like on every creator crush, we use this as a good like solicit. Like, are you listening? Like, hire these people <laughs> to do these things. So I know. We always appreciate that uh, shout out. What about uh, mus- like musician, album? Like, who really speaks to you musically? Um, I love uh, hip hop. Mm. And I love 80s music. So can I tell you something, Rod? Uh, Adam and I are both DJs. And we used to do... I I am a DJ as well. Oh, whoa! Three (laughs) DJs on a podcast. That's so cool. Get up to DC. Yes. Actually, let's go to Brazil. There we go. Yeah, that's actually better. We'll come to Brazil. And we'll we'll spend... We used to do an 80s night together called Breakfast Club. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah. And so we did that for like six years, you know, but... We, we still DJ sometimes together, but we don't do the 80s anymore. I just throw a lot of 80s in my sets. What uh, what music do you normally spin, um, Rod? Uh, 
my last party, I'm, I'm not, because the, the thing is here in Brazil, the, the crowd is, is, it's hard to have a 80s party here. Yeah. <laughs> People, they are too, too young for, and they start thinking that the 80s is for old people. <laughs> which okay. we're getting there I, yeah. I agree with you but i but i can feel that and i in my time uh i live with uh during the the 90s so 80s is the, the equivalent to today uh for young crowd the 2000s yeah uh, yeah yeah, or, yeah. Or, or nine, nine. <laughs> so it, it's hard. And uh, I wanted, uh, I I used to have a eighties party, but uh, rock and hip hop, okay, and uh, pop eighties, and nice. some 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 uh, some seventies. It's like disco or like yeah, more funk and oh, disco gotcha. and so that that's my gem basically and uh, I, I could I could could uh, throw some eighties hip hop and uh, I and I I don't know about you guys but uh, when you say eighties party I have some I I can't. Stretch the uh, both sides and go four years of uh, uh, nine nine to ninety five, and from eight to seventy five. Does it make sense? Yes. Yeah. 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 It does. So I can't. Uh, I can't play. Uh, enjoy the silence. Oh, one of my favorite songs of all time. 91, I, I 92, 91. Yeah. I can throw uh, Where's My Mind, which is yeah. Pixies. Yeah, that's 90, like 90, 90, yeah, 90, 91, yeah, 92. Yeah. And some good music, good songs from 75 to 8. I love that you have the specific. Uh, your range we had always talked about that too of like this is an 80s party but we're only playing music from 1982 and that's it or whatever was the top like hits of that of that specific year year. yeah yeah yeah. and i always you would uh not to get more into this but i would always like sort of question when we did the 80s party together adam and i did and i would throw on depeche mode because violator technically came out in 1989 but enjoy the silence was technically released in 1990 this is how much a nerd i am that I remember the exact year and I remember exactly how old I was and what I was thinking when that song came out and when the album came out. So I was like, technically 80s, technically 80s, but still kind of 90s. Yeah, no, I think the, the same. And uh, I am, beside the comic stuff, comics stuff, uh, I'm uh, I'm a total nerd about uh, when the I like to talk about music. I have, uh, I collect vinyls. <laughs> we should have started this interview. Well, we started this interview with this stuff. We never would have gotten to any of the artists. Exactly. <laughs> I, I became such a vinyl head during the pandemic because I was like just buying, I bought a turntable, I bought all this vinyl. 
I, we have to compare, not right now, because I know we, 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 we've spent a, a good hour together, but uh, Comic-Con. We, you yeah, compare we'll, we'll, compare, we'll compare our vinyl collections. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, and uh, I when I look after vinyl, new vinyls, I go after uh, synth pop. I, I like, uh, I collect uh, synth, synth pop, even though I'm not going to listen for, uh, I, I buy just for one music. Like mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's okay for me. Maybe someday I, I, I listen to the whole album, but uh, if there is, there, there are many bands with one, just one hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like to buy the album um, from the band just because of this one hit. And uh, yeah. I like to have just because the this one hit. And New Wave, uh, synth pop, and uh, Smiths, Morrissey, all that post punk stuff. Post punk, post punk. Yeah. Uh... Oh my God! You're singing. You're speaking my language. You're singing my song, <laughs> oh. Rod. I have such a bigger crush on you now than I did before. This is why we call it Greater Crush. Um, oh well, no! But uh, definitely uh, in New York, we we can talk more about uh, music. It was one of my favorite subjects for conversation. Then it's. Now, uh, my third favorite topic, it's uh, WWE. Oh, oh my okay. God, I love that. That's uh, not my thing, but I think it was more Adam's that's, thing. That's a, when I, that's a, when it was WWF, my thing, and then I haven't kept up with it as much until uh, since it changed over. But I, you know, I professional wrestling is so much fun. It's so it's a soap opera, but yes. with fighting, just like superhero it's, comics. It's just the X Men comics, but in real life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, you're you you only enjoy if you realize that. Yes, if you you need to play along the exactly. Yeah, it's it's self aware. You got to be part of the joke, part of the. And well, every time I go to, I've been to Mexico City a couple of times, and every time I go, I always go for the luchador wrestling because yeah. of that, like, the spectacle, the, I mean, it's basically just uh, mostly a drag show for straight men, which I really appreciate. The drag show meets a superhero <laughs> saga, meets, you know, it's always wrestling, it's great. And yeah. I fly yeah. Um uh, Yeah, I've been there once, and uh, it was so much fun it's so silly. Uh, uh, children and old people shouting and screaming uh <laughs> kill kill him uh, right <laughs> while you're drinking beer you know and right. eating uh the grasshopper oh the grasshoppers yeah yes uh, uh, Chapo, chapolinos chapolinos yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we can compare notes of how much we all have in common, which is great. And so I can't wait to keep up this conversation. Personally, we are at the end of, sadly, our podcast. Um, but thank you so much, Rod, for coming on with us and talking with us about your amazing journey as an artist. Um, where can people find you? Where should we look next? You know, what if people want to follow up more and learn more about your story? Okay, uh, I think that um, I'm... Instagram is the best place. So uh, it's the place that where I post artwork. 
And uh, so, yeah, Rod Race, Instagram, Twitter. If, if people can find me on Twitter, but uh, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't recommend to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is a hellhole. It's terrible. Instagram is much more fun. Yeah, and uh, as uh, we were talking uh, before, I, I used to to post a lot of things that are uh, politics related mm -hmm. and people usually they would uh follow my 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 frustrations all in portuguese so they never understood <laughs> probably well and now uh, say it again no 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 please finish your thought no, uh, yeah, uh, I was saying that uh, because the political situ situation in Brazil over the past four years and uh, it was a shit show and crazy and uh, everything very, uh, the, it, it was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. So I used the social media to put out my frustrations. Yeah. We did the exact same thing in the US between uh, the Trump years. So don't, <laughs> you, I was, I was funny. You're a good like, company. Yeah, yeah, you're, you seemingly from our conversation in New York, you were <laughs> advocating and fighting for the right thing. Yeah. So never feel bad about continuing to use your voice. Hey, hey Adam, where can people find us? Oh my gosh. Uh, for us, we're on Twitter at Homo Superior X and on Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. There are other great writers, artists, and all thing nerd culturistas you'd like to hear us chat with, please make sure to slide into our DMs. Um, we have been Homo Superior. Thank you again, Rod. And thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Thank Bye. Thank you.